intermission in which I take a break from the so-called comedy. I've got precisely 10 minutes. I'm on a timer because my son is expecting me inside for the last bit of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. We're up to the last 30 pages and we're going to sit and read those tonight. Um, but I thought I'd, um, I'd take a break from the, well, as I call it, the so-called comedy, uh, because, you know, fill in this 10 minutes. Yeah, there may be no point. Maybe nothing will come of this 10 minutes. But I'm going to roll the camera anyway and see what comes of it and leave it there. Uh, now, I haven't got time on this occasion to have a thought and then develop that into something that might be comedy. And that might be a welcome break, actually, for myself as I watch these videos. Uh, because, you know, something... That, uh, a thought that I might ordinarily turn into something comical uh, might be a welcome relief uh, from something that I've already turned into something comical that ended up not even funny. And so this might be a welcome relief just to hear the thought that comes before the comedy, uh, if I even come up with a thought, which I think I will. Yeah, I've got one or two things in my head at the moment. The, the, the one or two things that has or have uh, popped in in the last half an hour. Uh, now, one of those things uh, popped into my head on a walk I just went on with my son. And as we were passing, and I'm not going to develop this into something, you see, this is um, an intermission from developing a thought into something else, you know. This is just the original thought with no extra thoughts gone into it. But I was on a walk with my son just now, and uh, we passed a church, and, and, and the stained glass window was backlit, and the stained glass, stained glass, well, I told you I was gonna roll no matter what. <laughs> yeah, the, the stained glass window uh, had uh, Jesus on it, and Jesus was floating, and, um, and there were apostles or something down below. And it was, it was a good-looking image. And my son said, you know, he considered it, and he said, Jesus is a little bit like Mary Poppins with his magic. And, um, and then he went on to describe Jesus as fluent with his magic. Children come up with interesting things. My son is no exception. Uh, he's just an ordinary kid when it comes to that. And... Um, and I said, yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, that's the sort of thing that I would normally develop into something. And, I, and, and he did describe what he was talking about. And he was saying, Jesus, I think he's correct in saying this, tended to not make a big deal. You know, a big, a big show and dance of his magical feats. Now... I encouraged him in this, I always encourage him in all of his uh, dangerous ideas, because that could be construed as a dangerous idea. In different times in history, he could have been smacked right then for heresy. And in other times and places, you know, he could have been criticised for even considering Jesus. And, you know, I can imagine people saying, uh, don't even look at that stained glass window, you know. It's all rubbish, yeah. but um, I quite liked um, him just having a look at Jesus up there on the window. 
and having a thought about Jesus up there on the window, uh, on the stained glass window. And, um, and, and I think there's something in that. The understated wizard, uh, or witch, as it turns out. You know, the understated wizard in the case of Jesus, or the understated witch in the case of Mary Poppins. Um, and I think I could develop that into something. Uh, but I won't. I'll just leave that hanging. Yeah. And then a feature of this YouTube uh, channel is that I'm not going to really divulge my opinions on anything, ever. You're not going to really see the real me on this YouTube channel because you know, I might have a thought and then just express, you know, I might have a, an opinion, for example, on something and then get onto this YouTube channel and express the opposite opinion. I like doing that, because I think it keeps things fresh. Um, you can get in trouble doing that, of course. I did an episode in which um, I said um, that, you know, an episode that was titled, A Vote for Cancel Culture. And I actually, you know, I criticized Ricky Gervais, actually, in that one. And I honestly actually do think that he has lost a little bit of his mojo recently in jumping on the let's smash uh, cancel culture bandwagon. You know, I would have thought that um, someone like Ricky Gervais would have noticed that a lot of other people were lining up to smash cancel culture. And he would have gone the opposite, because that's what we're supposed to do. And we're trying to be comedians anyway. Look, he's an expert on comedy and I'm not, you know. But I, I went the opposite and, um, and registered a vote for cancel culture. And, um, and, and, and in any case, if cancel culture died, how many jokes would that be out the window? You know, that was my thinking. And I may be wrong, you know. Like I said, Ricky Gervais is the expert, I'm not. Um, and, you know, another person who has been lining up to criticise cancel culture has been J.K. Rowling, or Rowling, I don't even know how to say her name. Uh, but anyway, um, there's that. And there was another episode in which I, uh, I apparently claimed that I am a Nazi. I actually, you wouldn't believe this, you know, when did YouTube become social media? But no, I won't say that because I respected the feedback I got on that episode. It was clearly, clearly comedy. And even the person who uh, took me to task on the title of that episode, because that's what she was talking about. And can I just quickly say she was exactly correct. You, know, you shouldn't have a title like that sitting up there on the internet against your own name, even if it's a fake name, which this one is. My real name is Damien Ryan Green. You know, I'm not hiding behind an alias. That is so. That's uh, an insult to anyone who plays the alias game to accuse them of being some sort of cheap troll or something who hides behind an alias. It's an insult. You know, that's like saying David Bowie. You know, it was actually David Jones, and he was hiding behind uh, an alias, David Bowie, hiding behind an alias, David Bowie. And then, you know, and when he created Ziggy Stardust using that alias, you know, an alias within an alias, that he was hiding behind that. Um, that's, that's, that's just um, 
low class interpretation. You know, and I think it comes from the fact that a lot of people do hide behind aliases in the social media world, you know, a world that I'm not on. Um, but uh, aliasing and all that sort of thing is um, an, a noble art form. Now, I'm not saying I'm, a, I'm, I'm good at it or anything like that, but it is a noble thing to do. Most novelists do it. They hide behind their own characters, you know. For example, J.K. Rowling, who I just mentioned, and her name might be J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, Hermione Granger... Was J.K. Rowling, um, which um, now suddenly makes me think think about J.K. Rowling because she's been on my mind recently, not least because um, we're almost at the end of my son and I, The Prisoner of Azkaban, her third book I think, uh, first time I've ever read Harry Potter. With my daughters, uh, I made up stories for them, but with my son, I'm actually reading one for him. I did make up stories. I had a, I had a whole series for him called Faust, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I've decided to read the Harry Potter series to my son for his bedtime reading. We're up to near the end of The Prisoner of Azkaban, and I'm deeply impressed. Um, I found myself, you know, I, I don't think I, I've been that excited as... I have been in the last 30 pages uh, with a book for many years, if ever. Um, they're in the Shrieking Shack and uh, the characters are incredible. Yeah. Um, I won't go into that. I could go about on about that all day. But um, it takes a go I, I think um, J.K. Rowling has a dangerous mind in order to create these scenarios. You know, I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, reading that, yeah. and um, I think she's got a dangerous mind. That's that's all I'll say. You know, read it yourself, and you probably already have. And um, and only a dangerous mind could write a book like Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It, it, yeah, I was floored. You know, um, if I was writing a book, I'd be lucky to come up with one of the ideas or the one of the you know one of the things that she was getting across uh, with her characters in the shrieking shack there the werewolf and peter pettigrew and uh, lupin sirius black hermione harry potter ron the rat the cat it was just incredible snape you know, my heart went out to Snape, um, and so on and so forth. You know, I could go on and on and on. You know, you could have sympathy for any of the characters. Peter Pettigrew was a coward. I can't like him, but I saw where he was coming from. None of it was black and white. Uh, now, I mentioned J.K. Rowling just before, Rowling. Um, and I mentioned her because... She's been in the news recently for, yeah, this kind of is a segue from what I said earlier. And look, I've gone over my 10 minutes. My son hasn't rung um, and said, where are you? Because we're going to read the last 30 pages. We're nearly there. Uh, and he's getting me a cuppa as I speak. Now, J.K. Rowling, or Rowling, has come, on, uh, come in for a lot of flack recently uh, for... Um, 
stuff that she's said, you know, that was arguably wrong. Now, there is no way I'm going to divulge, you know, my opinions on anything in this YouTube clip. Uh, for example, you know, like, um, I did an episode, as I said, on, you know, the fact that I'm a Nazi. But if you watched the episode, you, you know, unless you're an absolute brain-dead idiot, you'd know that um, I was actually saying I'm anything. But, you know, um, oh, I forgot to talk about that person who criticised me for even having the title uh, of the uh, that episode. You know, I'm a Nazi. It wasn't quite like that. You know, whatever I had as the title. Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to talk about her. And she said that's a wrong title to have. And, you know, and that I'm being selfish for having that title and all that sort of stuff. And she was absolutely right. Absolutely right. You know, because someone could Google that. It doesn't matter if you're using an alias. Yeah, I've got my face here, you know. And in Australia, your voice identifies you. Yeah. And your face, even more so. Yeah, so I'm absolutely identifying myself here. I even said my name earlier. Oh, so, you know, there's no hiding here. I'm not a cheap troll. Um, but... I came in for a lot of uh, criticism, but the person was, you know, all, uh, she was putting her points forward in an intellectual way, but, um, oh, and, and she's a remarkable person, um, because she fully thinks through everything. And in putting her case forward, that I should, you know, it's a hypothetical, really, that I should change the title and not be so clickbaitish, you know, that I'm, I'm all in favour of clickbait when it comes to comedy, not when it comes to news. But when it comes to comedy, of course, of course you should do clickbait, you know? Otherwise, you know, why does little Richard, you know, wear, wear a dress? You know, because he's trying to get attention, and that's the idea of comedy. You're trying to entertain, so clickbait's fine. Um, but, um, but she said, you know, that's a, a title you should change, you know? And, uh, and I dug in, of course. Of course you should dig in, in a situation like that. And... Um, and, you know, she correctly uh, pointed out 16 reasons why I should change the title. 